This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Thanks so much for being with us on our latest podcast as we join you from San Diego for the baseball winter meetings. And the reason we are doing this special podcast is because we had a unique opportunity. Not often do we get a chance to talk to a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Even rarer is the opportunity to talk to a Baseball Hall of Fame member from Tampa Bay. And for the fourth time, the Tampa Bay area has a native going in to the hall. Of course, Al Lopez Tony La Russa, Wade Boggs, the others, Fred McGriff, the latest, and certainly much deserved, and uh, was a unanimous vote uh, in his first opportunity from votes from his peers. So I had a chance to sit down with Fred and first congratulated him on a tremendous honor. First of all, congratulations. Tell me what this means to you now that you've had 24 hours to digest it all. Uh, it's special. You know, it's a great honor to uh, call yourself a Hall of Famer. You know, it's been some years, but it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, still living a dream. I was I was blessed to uh, just play one day in the big leagues and um, made the Hall of Fame. How many texts and messages did you get afterwards? And what are some that really stand out? Because I'm sure you heard from some people you hadn't heard from in a while, too. Well, now I think we're up to uh, about 800 or so far. I need, I need to check on my phone again. But in, uh, And it's tough because you're trying to... Um, return people texts, you know, so it's, usually I'm, I'm pretty good at it, but now it's going to be uh, probably two or three days before I um, get around to um, everybody texts because I um, found out that I made the Hall of Fame um, about 7.30 or so, and then the telecast came on at 8, and then after that um, I had to do um, MLB Network at uh, 8.30, then I had something else at uh, – 8:45, and so and then I still got to try to pack to, to come out here, and so. Uh, but just getting call on phone calls, uh, Ken Griffey uh, Jr. and um, Barry Larkin, um, Dennis Martinez, um, just a number of guys that um, hadn't heard from um, in a few years, and uh, the text messages uh, just from <laughs> people, people all over, because um, I'm a member of uh, a Memorial Golf Course. Uh, in Tampa, and um, the uh, general manager posted it uh, uh, on an uh, email that Fred McGriff made the Hall of Fame. So now we got all these members and everything that were uh, shooting me emails and so forth. So it's been uh, just been unbelievable, uh, just a response and love. In the last month or so, uh, once people found out that uh, I was on a ballot, uh, every time you run across somebody, it's like, oh, I'm praying for you. In my prayers, you know, so I, I've had a, had a whole lot of people praying for me. And obviously those prayers paid off. Did it mean more to be a unanimous vote and by a veterans committee or a committee like this, which is made of your peers? Yes, yeah, it's, it's special because, um, you know, o- over the years I tell myself, you know, players know um, who can play and who can't play. And so for your um, peers to recognize that, hey, you're a good player. 
you know, it's so, it's so special and it, and it means a lot. And also, um, at the end of the day, you're like, man, just to, I just want to get in, you know, mm. but unanimous, unanimous is awesome, but just to get enough votes to uh, get in is awesome. You're the third Tampa Bay native and fourth really resident overall, Wade Boggs, Al Lopez, Tony La Russa. To be in that elite company of Tampa Bay Hall of Famers, what, what does that mean to you? Uh, you just mentioned some, you just reeled off some, some uh, good players. You know, Wade, uh, played with him in, uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays, but Ray, Wade uh, was a great hitter and player. And uh, I've met Al Lopez, and um, I've had some. We had some battles with Tony Russa uh, when he was manager of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, and he was out with the Oakland A's. Had some battles with Tony, and uh, Tony was tough. And Tony was famous for um, whatever position player got hit, he would hit your player. So if his, if you hit his first baseman, Mark McGuire or somebody. They were going to hit me, and so forth, and so or whatever position it was, and so that's my um, fondest memory of uh, Tony La Russa. But uh, you know, he was a great manager, and so forth. But uh, so it's just special to be a part of uh, a, group, a great bunch of guys, and also you got uh, Derek Brooks um, living in Tampa, and um, uh, Tony Dungy, and so forth, and their Hall of Famers also. So Tampa is a good spot. And I know you still live there, right? I mean, so this is an area where it's it really truly is your home, and you have a lot of pride there. Yeah, I mean, you, the coaches, I'm sure, they had an impact on you growing up. Oh, without a doubt. You know, it, but it, but it's funny. But um, I went to Jefferson High School, but I grew up um, uh, in, in an area called Lincoln Gardens, right next to Carver City, and so forth. And so, you know, so over the years, you tell people where you grew up, and like, yeah, yeah. I know you grew up in Lincoln Gardens, yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, uh, Tampa's was always special, it's home. So you had so many great memories, but what did 98 mean to you to be able to kick off a franchise? Because this coming year is the 25th of their franchise history, and here you are going into the Hall of Fame in that same anniversary year. It was great because, uh, you know, I had experienced um, playing uh, professional baseball in the big leagues, and it's, it's good stuff. So for Tampa to finally um, – get a team and to be able to come home and, and play in front of uh, a lot of family and friends and ex uh, schoolmates and so forth. It, it was special. Even though uh, we struggled and lost uh, a lot of games, uh, it was a nice experience. But the thing about it, I try to tell people, like, even though our teams weren't very good, when you first step on that field every night, you got a chance to win. When that game first starts, you got a chance to win out of, during the course of the game. Things happen. and. Um, you may end up losing a game, but every night you got a chance, and so it was special. You also got to finish your career there in 04. You may not know this, and you probably don't remember, but I broadcast your last minor league games. You came to Durham for a seven or eight game swing, played a game in Durham, then went to Indianapolis and Louisville. We had to get up at like four the next morning to get on the bus, went to the airport in Raleigh-Durham at a Bojangles, and you sat down and had breakfast and said, boy, I guess if they made it really easy, nobody would want to leave and get back to the big leagues, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what kills me now. Now, now they go into court arguing um, the minor leaguers want more money and they want better uh, conditions and everything. I was like, come on, your job, your goal is to get out of the minor leagues and get up to uh, the major leagues, and you, you, you guys want it, um, you know, want it so nice in the minor leagues. That was a, a glimpse of, of you know, personal memory, but what are your best memories playing the game in the big leagues, what stands out to you over your tremendous 19-year now Hall of Fame career? 
Uh, just going out there and competing um, every day. It, it, it's a battle. Um, it's a challenge every day. You got that opposing pitcher who's trying to uh, get you out. You're trying to get a hit off of him. You're trying to hit a home run against him and so forth. And so it's that battle day in and day out. Because baseball, let's say, uh, it's a team game, but it's also an individual game where when I go up to bat, it's me against this pitcher and your teammates can't really help you out too much. It's just you against this pitcher and um, who's going to win. And so just competing day in and day out, um, it was just it was a constant challenge of um, trying to beat that pitcher. You know, and sometimes they get you and sometimes uh, you get them. So it's great for me because um, you start going in these um, celebrity golf tournaments and other events like that, and you run into these pitchers, right? And you know you hit a home run off of them. So, and they know they hit a, that you hit a home run off of them. So when they see you, they shake your hand with respect and they say, how you doing, Fred? Because <laughs> they know that I, that I got them. You did so many things well. You were six times top 10 in the MVP race, 30 homers nine times, 100 ribbies eight times. What, what made you as good as you were? And what did you like most about what you did in your career? Uh, I worked. I worked hard at my game, but I was uh, I was consistent. Um, I set goals for myself uh, every year, and I was able to uh, go out and do it. And, and what's tough is that um, once you set a certain standard, now they expect it out of you all the time. And so constantly, year in and year out, I had to keep hitting 30 homers or so forth because if not, um, the media going to be all over you. So it was that constant challenge and battle and, and I laugh with uh, some of my ex-teammates all the time because you see if they don't expect anything out of you you see players who play a lot more loosey-goosey because hey you know they don't expect nothing out of me I can go play but for myself every night I had to be ready to play because I had to hit 30 homers and try to drive in uh, you know 100 runs but it was a challenge and I enjoyed that challenge and um, then they woke me up one day and said it's over but for the most part um, for me just growing up in Tampa, getting cut from a high school team, and um, being able to still um, compete. You know, I could have quit. You know, once I got cut, I could have just called it a day. But I said no. You know, um, I went back to my uh, um, little league program, West Tampa Little League. I went back there and um, finished my season out there and tried out for the team again next year. And uh, made the team. But it's funny because they give the coach a hard time now. <laughs> like, oh, dude, you you cut from your breath. You know. You were so valuable to so many clubs with six different teams. You decided which hat you want to wear? or uh, Not yet, not yet. We're going to uh, have our discussions and so forth with uh, Jane and Josh uh, with the Hall of Fame um, and Hall of Fame committee and so forth, and we'll, we'll make that decision. This is obviously a family, you know, award too. What is your family thought of all this, and what has it meant to them? Uh, it's just awesome. They, um, you know, my kids, they say, you know, Dad, you did well. You know, no, it's more or less you know, icing on the cake. For me to, um, like I said, play one day in the big leagues, but let alone um, 19 years uh, is, is good stuff. So this is, you know, this, is, this is a beautiful thing. Now I can relax. Relax, enjoy it, enjoy the next several months, and congratulations on the much-deserved honor of getting to be a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Thank you. That's Fred McGriff, and so great to chat with him and appreciate the Hall of Fame for setting that up. Certainly, we've 
Got a lot going on here at the Baseball Winter Meetings, and you can follow our blog, raiseradio.mlblogs.com. We also will have a special show on our flagship at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday night. Enjoy that, too, and we'll have other podcasts and news as it comes along. Thanks so much for being with us. We will chat with you soon.